There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. To all the patty special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions on a sesame seed bun. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning, live on My Talk 1071 and live streaming all over the earth at MyTalk1071.com and on our app. I'm Jason Matheson, and joining me every single day when she's not threatening to leave me to take over the role of the Hamburglar in McDonald's new promotional campaign, Ooh. ladies and gentlemen, Rubble Rubble, it's Alexis Thompson. <laughs> Rubble Cool! Oh, happy Friday, Fluffy! Happy Friday, bunny! Hey, girl, hey, Don McLean! Hey, girl. Girl, hey, is Jason Mayor McCheese? What's going I, on? I'll be oh, uh, yes. uh, Grimace. Oh, Grimace. I knew you were going to say that. Purple. Look like a potato. <laughs> uh, and good morning, all of you, on this uh, Friday, April 15th, 2022. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the day. Welcome to your life. I have quite a few of these today, so sit back and relax. Uh-oh. Welcome to Anime Day. Welcome to ASL Day. Welcome to, of course, Good Friday. Welcome to Jackie Robinson Day. Welcome to Micro Volunteering Day. Welcome to National Glazed Spiral Ham Day. Welcome to National Grippers Day. Welcome to National Laundry Day. Welcome to Rubber Eraser Day. Welcome to National That Sucks Day. Welcome to Take a Wild Guest Day. Welcome to Titanic Remembrance Day. Welcome to World Art Day. Welcome to McDonald's Day. And welcome to your very first sip of delicious coffee. This is, excuse me, a damn fine cup of coffee. Coffee, 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 coffee. How the hell's your coffee? Your cup of coffee. How the hell's your coffee? Your cup of coffee. Alexis, on this McDonald's day, on this day in which I remember the survivors of the Titanic swimming out there in the icy waters of the Atlantic. How the hell is your coffee? Not moving over on a piece of wood? No, not moving, no. Oh, wow, I just had my very first sip. It is fantastic. Here's to Jackie Robinson, Mm -hmm. anime. Yeah. And let's do some laundry today. Sure, yeah. And don't leave your rubber eraser in your pants before laundry. There we go. (laughs) Don McLean. Oh, uh, well, cheers with my tea here. I would like to say World Art Day. Any artists out there, you do you. Just keep yep. just keep putting out your art even if you think nobody's looking. Just produce art. Amen. And then sell it on Etsy, please. Yeah. So we can all enjoy it. Yeah. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Cheers. How's your coffee, Jace? I forgot to thank you, Lex. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. It's really good today. Nice. They have a, I think they've stopped hiring new people at my Starbucks. I think they now have their staff kind of in place. Have a good team. I think they have a good team. So um, now they're all used to everyone's beverages. So it's a 
consistently delicious beverage. Oh. Thank you to thank you to the Eden Prairie Starbucks. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Keep those employees happy. Mm-hmm. Don't give them a reason to leave Starbucks. Well, thank you, thank you. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Not the time to do that because uh-uh. you can't find people. Well, let me rephrase that. You can't. You got to keep the good people. That's a better way to phrase it. Keep the good people, mm-hmm. especially if you oh, have. Yeah, them. yeah absolutely. Um, because I mentioned it as one of the days. Is there anyone alive out there? <laughs> and it is basically uh, cold. It is basically winter again. Uh, uh, yep. It is Titanic Remembrance Day. And uh, I'll just throw out this fact. Yes. Maybe you guys have a little tick like this. Um, but I have a weird little tick where once every winter, maybe sometimes twice, maybe sometimes three times, on a really cold night, if I'm walking to a car or something and it's bitterly cold, I think about um, that cold while being in the icy waters of the Atlantic. And I think about the Titanic yeah. And you think it could be worse. I could be wet and I fearing could be wet. for my life. Yes, I could. Be, the hey, dark. there are. Thank you. There, are, there the could be. Water. Thank you, Lex. There could be sharks right underneath me just waiting. waiting for an appetizer. They heard yeah. that ship go down. They're like, hey, yep. it's dinner time. Come on, kids. Let's go. You know, they're getting little kid sharks. Come on, kids. We got to eat. Um, <laughs> baby shark. Baby shark. Yeah. So. There's a new but baby shark, by the way. There is? Cardi B. There's a new she, song. Just so She did it? Seaweed Chat. Or, oh, Seaweed Sway is what it's called. What? Her new song. I know we'll play it later, but unless you guys want to play it now, but. Well, let's just, I mean, you mentioned it, so I let's do it, Lex. Yeah, so seaweed, I got to find it here. Let's oh, see I got it. I got oh, it. You do? I got okay, it. Okay, good. Yep. I got it. Um, and I'm assuming this has no uh, cuss words. So, yeah. yeah. No, no, no. No. Nope. <laughs> okay, it's, I just. It's a jam. today on Nickelodeon. Oh, it premieres today? Yeah, she her character is Sharky B. <laughs> <laughs> is there a Baby Shark show? Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know oh, that. That's yes. probably where it came from. Okay. Yeah, I didn't whole, know. She'll be in big, uh, Baby Shark's big show. Oh. She'll teach Baby Shark and, her, and her, his best friend, William, this catchy dance craze, the the seaweed sway. Does the left shark ever show up from Katy Perry's Super Bowl? <laughs> Always. He moved to Idaho with his family. Oh. Her Peaceful. husband, um, Offset, will be is off shark. Oh. And their three-year-old daughter, Shut Culture, up. is Culture Shark. Oh. Seriously? Yeah, it's pretty cute. I didn't even My know. My kid's I'm with, obsessed with Baby Shark. Really? I, oh, I'm yeah. with Dawn. I didn't know that Baby Shark was a show, Lex. Yeah. Yeah, Nickelodeon. Is it? A, yep. Is it? Is it okay, Lex? As an adult watching it or being forced to watch it, is it cute or is it just real dumb? It's cute, but after the you know maybe hundredth time, hundredth they're a little time, bit yeah. like you know, can we go? I can't believe I'm saying this, but can we go to Coco Melon? Which is Coco another what? one that <laughs> just can grind on your nerves too. But uh, they have really cute songs, and there's a little bit more variety. It feels like at least Coco. What's it called? Coco Melon. And, and they do it in Spanish too, which is oh, how great. he watches it also. Oh, so. good. 
Yeah. May I ask the plot of the cocoa melon? <laughs> the <plot. laughs> well, basic. they're in a, a hospital ER, and <laughs> it's a coconut doing surgery. <laughs> it's a kid. I'm looking at it right here. It's yeah. It's, it, they they deal with everyday things that kids might deal with. It's okay. eating, swimming, going to school, going potty, the whole thing. And but then these, yeah, it's just a these animated kids doing it. Here's here's a little thing. And there's this is always about, a song. Yeah, I think this is about sharing. Okay. Or maybe not sharing. There's little pigs on a boat. Aww. <laughs> so it's nothing but songs, Lex? Yeah, pretty much. There's about shapes and a whole whole bunch. I actually, I feel like I get into it a little bit more than he does sometimes. <laughs> oh, here's the um, sharing song. i some good ones. Oh, okay. Here's a sharing song. Okay. Can you share? Can you share? No. Not really. Can you share? Please? Okay. We can share. They're an only child. Sharing makes us all happy. Yeah, so it's like, why? Share. <laughs> share with who? Share with who? At school? Nah, whatever. But when I'm home, no. <laughs> share with who? Yeah. Exactly. Well, I'm so grateful for daycare for that very reason. Yeah. Whew. Yeah, that's a that's a, a valuable lesson to learn early on. Mm-hmm. Share the cookie, share the toys, your napping carpet. Yep. Oh, so it's not it's like an opera lex or it's just nothing but music. <laughs> yes. Nothing but music <laughs> on Coco t- Melon. There's a tune for everything you could oh, possibly my. do. Oh my goodness. Oof. Well, that that leads me perfectly to a funny clip I thought would be fun to start the show with. And it's uh it's trending overnight. Jimmy Kimmel uh, sent his crew out on the streets of Hollywood to ask kids uh, questions about the Easter Bunny, and you know how kids are—they will just say the first thing that comes to your mind. Their mind. Listen to some of these answers. It's it's quite funny. How does the Easter Bunny get to your house? Can't use the GPS. How does the Easter Bunny get around the entire planet in one day? He drives the Tooth Fairy. He catches a ride with the Tooth Fairy. Yeah. Do we know where the Easter Bunny lives? Um, from Easter Island. In Mexico. Florida. Do you want to say something to the Easter Bunny? I want some chocolate! (laughs) Oh, God. I want some chocolate! Not that kid that said Easter Island. That's very yeah. astute. Oh, God, and the one kid. Mexico. Yeah. Where does Florida. Easter Bunny live? Florida. <laughs> oh, they're so cute. It's, it's it was and it there's uh it's a longer it's a longer bit. You guys should watch it. It's real it's real funny because these kids have off the top of their head some great answers. I mean it could be comedy writers, that's how good they are. Uh, we're going to take a break before we do. Check out Listener Rewards this month. Get, 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 get gift cards to Lund's, Gertons, or Crispin Green. The tickets to the Children's Museum. A coffee table from Stone Source. And skin pen treatments from Christina Clinic and more. See everything up for grabs uh, on our app or on our website, mytalk1071.com.
Alexis.com. When we come back, Alexis is worried about something. You'll find out what it is after this. Spring into a new season with a beautiful new smile. And for the best smile, call my friend, Dr. Amy Hughes. She is a five-star rated dentist. Five-star. That's great. I actually Googled what people are saying about her, and our friend Dr. Amy is doing it right. Listen to what one review says about her experience with the team at Hughes Dental. Dr. Hughes and her team are wonderful. 10 out of 10. My daughter had an excellent experience getting a beautiful enhanced smile with veneers from Dr. Hughes. The entire experience was pleasant and timely. From the initial consultation, regularly checking in throughout the process, and the best part, her new beautiful smile. I jumped on the Google, too, and here's what one client said. Whether you're looking for a couple of veneers, a full mouth reconstruction, or even if you have sleep apnea and want to get rid of your CPAP, Dr. Hughes is who you should go and see. She can help you achieve all of your smile goals and have you feeling more confident than ever. You can see some of Dr. Amy's patients' beautiful new smiles on her website, Hughes-Dental.com. While you're on her website, check out the free video consult and be sure to let the team know that Jason told you that Hughes Dental is the only choice for your smile makeover. And now, a haiku dad joke from Alexis. Poets cruise for MILFs at the weed dispensary. They like high cougars. That was a haiku dad joke. She's a poet, you know? From Alexis. Mm-hmm. I actually get that one. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. A little haiku dad joke to get you going. I mean, yeah. I'm pretty sure Rocco did that one, right? Oh, Rocco wrote all of them, yeah. Don. Yeah, yeah, he always put that out because he did. Yeah. Yeah, because he was super into haikus for a while. Yes. Oh, we were obsessed. And then he's mm-hmm. like, I'm, I wrote some dad jokes because he's a dad. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they're super funny. Welcome back, everybody, on this Friday, April 15th, 2022. Um, Lex is worried. What are you worried about? Tandy Newton. She was slated to be in Magic Mike 3, and I say slated because after 11 days, she decided, I can't do this anymore. There's pictures of her, or video, I guess. We can't see exactly what they're saying. Mm -hmm. Um, But her and Channing Tatum having a pretty heated argument outside their trailers. What? Yeah. Oh, I haven't... Hold on a minute. I want to see this. Oh, it's juicy. Yeah. Now, some people are saying, at least that heard it, because we can't don't have any of the audio that it had something to do with the Oscars and Will slapping Chris. Oh, and they disagree about that. Um, but what, of course, the production is saying is that she's left for personal reasons that she wants to be with her family. They're also saying that she's heading to rehab. Oh, because she's had a just a kind of a mental breakdown. And I didn't realize this, but her and her husband just broke up. Mm-hmm. They've been married oh, like no. 29 years, oh. something like that. Oh. Um, and so she's having a hard time with that. And they have kids together. So she's going back to rehab for mental health support. Oh, no. Which, of course, I we hope she's getting the help that she needs. Yeah, because I, I really I'm a big fan. I love her. Yeah. All the way back to Beloved when she was in Oprah oh Winfrey's gosh, movie Beloved. Scary. Yeah. yeah. I loved her in that movie. Oh. It's, it's the only good thing in that movie. So, <laughs> including <great> Oprah. Including <laughs> yeah, Oprah. Sorry, right. sorry, Ope. Sorry, Ope. Yeah, I love you. Right about that. It's a yeah. great book, but the movie wasn't great. She'd never Except been for a Tandy movie. Newton. 
She was amazing. Yeah. Well, and this she's is so, so good f- in Westworld. Yeah. Oh yeah. So good. Lex, what's so funny about this is you know on on Google when you put her name in, and then on the left side, and I love this. They do. Like, let's say, for instance, well, like you put Tandy Newton in. Yeah. And then in the left side, it gives you the top stories if there are any of that person that you've typed in. So the latest um, headlines from various sources. Listen to how this changed. I'm one, two, three, four, five. Yeah. There are five headlines at various <laughs> points from yesterday, and every headline has changed mm-hmm. depending on the store, like depending on the change of story. For instance, uh, 22 hours ago, or I'm sorry, one day ago, so 24 hours, it says, Tandy Newton axed for Magic Mike sequel after fight over Oscar. Yeah, okay. 20, okay, so that's page six. New York Post, same thing. 22 hours ago, the new headline is, Tandy Newton denies being fired from Magic right. Mike over Channing Tatum like, fight. Was she fired or did she quit? And then... 19 hours later, Tandy Newton did not exit Magic Mike sequel over Channing Tatum fight. <laughs> and then 12 hours ago, they corrected it again, saying Tandy Newton, quote, heading to rehab amid separation. Yeah. So in the course of one day, Lex, that's <laughs> went what happened. And I lines. cannot find the video. All I find is um, there's actually stupid <laughs> YouTubes that are just literally a shot of another article. And it's oh. all stretched out. I'm like, oh, God. Oh, yeah, I just... mean, they don't look very happy with each other. That's I, for sure. I, I that They're fighting it. back and forth. The other thing that, yeah, that she's heading to, to rehab. So she was married to her husband for 24 years. They have three children together. Okay. They also said that she was acting really bizarre on set. And that she even brought, can you imagine, um, her two pet rabbits for emotional support. Oh. So she has some... Like stress animals. Yeah. That, I mean, hey, that's great. Also, she fired her UK agent. Can you imagine being so in demand that you have a UK agent and a US agent? She fired her UK agent of three decades. Oh, right. Because she is British, right? Yes. Okay. But to have both. an original agent. Yes. I only knew this was a thing, Lex, because of (laughs) uh, uh, Poop Creek. Yeah. Because in the documentary about the making of Poop Creek, the cast talked about how their Canadian agents would sign them up for certain roles and their U.S. agents would sign them up for other roles. I didn't I didn't know that was a thing until I a couple months ago when I watched this behind the scenes thing on. Uh, That's weird. I never knew that either. Yeah, they. But uh, yeah, I can't find the video either, but I am looking at the pictures. And yeah, Lex, they they're not thrilled with each other. Yeah. Well. And I and I I feel I I feel bad for her. I don't. I, you know, you never hear that Channing is this, you know, kind of Christian Bale kind of guy with a heavy temper. Mm-mm. He always seems pretty even keeled. So something really must have happened or transpired to get them both. You know, that heated. That heated. Yeah. That that angry. But wow. and maybe we shouldn't know. You know what I mean? I mean yeah. Maybe we shouldn't have. It's a, it's she's left, and if she's leaving for mental health reasons to take care of herself, good good on her. I mean, if her marriage ended, a twenty year marriage, yes. and she's filming a movie and something sets her off, she's probably having a really hard time just coming to work every day. 
And I got to tell you, I don't, I don't want to get all serious about this. And we covered it. Uh, you know, we covered it. I was really proud of that day, and I know you guys are too. We covered it from every angle, and in including um, the element of race and what it meant to black yeah. women uh, with um, with Shaletta. Perhaps I'm just guessing. Perhaps um, Tandy was not thrilled that a white dude was telling her ab- about, you know, an, an episode dealing with black hair. Yeah, you know what I mean? I mean, that's maybe absolutely. That's what I was thinking. And you, because really... a lot of, a lot of folks took that very, you know, take it seriously. And a lot of folks didn't even want white folks commenting on it. So yeah. maybe that was part of it. You know, Tandy's a person of color. I don't know. Well, and then I'm stressing your personal life and, Oh yeah. So, you know, it's good that she already had some, Things or like, her pets that she brought with her to help her. her. rabbits. Yeah. <laughs> Selma Hayek now has replaced her in okay. Magic Mike's last dance. Well, whatever the case, we hope she's well. Yes. We hope Channing's well and his perfect He's chest. Fine. He's fine. He's fine. <laughs> He'll be fine. We're all fine. Follow us on social media. Lex and the Cities, Dawn at Dark, Jason Matheson, and of course, the My Talk accounts. We'll be back right after this. Lex, remember when you told me about your friends and their marital challenges? Well, do you really want to know how to diagnose and help people? I've got the place for you. St. Mary's University of Minnesota has two graduate programs that are right up your alley. Ooh, you could tell people how to make their marriage better. You know how you always love to help people? Wait, that sounds great. Where did you say this was? Tell me more. St. Mary's University of Minnesota has a Master's of Arts in Marriage and Family Therapy and a Doctor of Psychology in Counseling Psychology. Oh, Doctor of Psychology. That sounds good. Better than that, you'll deepen your understanding and skills in facilitating relational health with a diverse client base. And these programs are student-centered and attentive to the adult learner's needs, preparing students for careers as licensed professional psychologists. The best part of St. Mary's is their focus on their students. It's all about student success. Their faculty and staff are the people who get to know you and all become your allies on your educational journey. To learn more and connect with them, head to msumn.edu or my talk keyword St. Mary's. Hey, you Minnesota Rosa Wild, be careful and don't sleep everywhere. Going to the road, there is ice. Going to the left, there is ice. Going to the right, there is ice. There is ice. There is ice. Going to the bridge, there is ice. Going on the bridge, there is ice. There is ice. There's there is ice everywhere, y'all. There is I. Hey, you, I want you to be safe. Be careful and don't do anything stupid. <laughs> hey, you, just go to the bank, the store, anywhere I can be safe. <laughs> Going to the road, there is ice. Going to the bank. There is ice. Going to church. There is ice. There is ice. There is ice. Getting a cup of coffee. There is ice. Going to the store. There is ice. Going to your fridge. There's a lot of ice. There's a lot of ice. There's a lot of ice. Hey, you just wanna be you safe. 
Toro, there is ice. Um, uh, and it just, I was hearing Kenny talk to Dawn in the break there, and I'm with Kenny here. It just pisses me off that we have to play that. Not that I don't love it. It's our oh. tradition, and it's hysterical, and on hell is hysterical. But it angers me that we have to play that, Lex. Again, still, on April 15th. Yeah. There is still ice. Maybe he can do a new... Ver- there is still there ice. There is still ice. There is still ice. <laughs> add, add a new syllable. <laughs> add, add yet another syllable. But, yeah. I wore a <sighs> chunky... I almost put this on a sheet, but it's it's coming together perfectly. I got I got mad. I had I went out last night to an event, and I got mad because I, was, I had to wear... I wore a chunky sweater. And I thought to myself, I shouldn't be wearing... A chunky sweater on April fifteenth. I I I literally folded all of them and put them away. Yeah. And I I, I I pulled it down. I'm like, what? I have to wear this what, tomorrow tonight. Anyway, such so. tease, right? Yeah. Oh. And I and I know. Look, I know we sometimes get a blizzard. Yeah. And I, I was talking to somebody about this. Here's the difference. I actually would prefer that because what normally happens is you have a one day blizzard. And then the next day it's sixty, and and the snow's gone. Yes, this this lingering crap, Lex, where we just have days like this, and, and then another day like this, and another. That's horrible. Give me an April yes. blizzard. You know, I don't know. Oh. Snow and rain showers on Easter Sunday. Oh, gross. Yep. Gross. Indoor Easter egg hunts is what's yeah. going to be happening. Yeah, seriously. Hey, Jesus wants to. Come back and it's all snowy. He might go back in. <laughs> go back into that tomb and go, I'm going to wait a little bit, guys. <laughs> this has been Bible study with Dawn. Um, let's talk about Twitter. I saw um, the Washington Post headline, hostile takeover of Twitter by Elon Musk. What the hell? Oh, what, what's he doing? What the hell is he doing, okay. Dawn? Uh, so 6.23 a.m. yesterday morning, <laughs> he posts this thing that says, I made an offer. And it's this document that's like whoa this is a from the united states securities and exchange commission uh this is a official offer uh, to buy twitter and it's like whoa this is this is the way they do it this is interesting then i get down to the part where it says uh um i invested in twitter as i believe in its potential to be the platform for free speech around the globe and i believe free speech is a societal imperative for a financial democracy uh, however since making my investment i now realize the company will neither thrive nor serve the societal imperative in its current form twitter needs to be transformed as a private company as a result, I'm offering to buy 100% of Twitter for $54.20 per share in cash. And then wow. he says that's my final offer, basically. Um, and if not accepted, I would need to reconsider my position as a shareholder. It has a lot of potential. I will unlock it. That's a bold statement. So he's offering to buy in cash $41 billion. That's the asking price. The first one was $43 billion, so I'm not sure. Either way, wow. I mean, you know, okay. So that's the deal. And then 
Twitter reacted. Uh, I was, the company he wants to buy reacted? Uh, yeah, I mean, people <laughs> tweeted about it. Yeah, um, this one is Elon Musk launching a hostile takeover bid for Twitter is giving Lex Luthor buying the Daily Planet vibes. That's kind of funny. <laughs> oh, yeah. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, somebody else, uh, Elon Musk making a play for Twitter out of his petty cash drawer is one of more example of why the pooling of so much wealth in the hands of a few is a societal disease. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Bill Gates buying up all the farmland is far more concerning than Elon Musk buying up all of Twitter. Mm. Some artist had a great picture. He's wearing like a construction vest. It's like a really great. His name is Beeple. He has a blue check mark. I'm I'm sorry. What's his name? Beeple. Beeple? As He's in steeple, but a B? Okay, Beeple. Okay, so um it's, look him up here. it's Beeple. It's a picture, very nice drawing oh, of Elon Musk and he is in a construction vest in front of a blown out building and he's about to stomp on a blue bird. <laughs> Oh, there it is. Oh. Yeah. It says, want to see, oh, Mark Cuban, want to see the whole world lose their S? Get Peter Thiel to partner with Elon and raise the bid for Twitter. Wow. <laughs> uh, Elon Musk has offered to buy CNN for 28 bucks. <laughs> Tom from MySpace never would have pulled this S. That's my no. favorite one. So people are not with it. They're not down with it. I, I don't know. What do you oh. think, though, Don? Do you do you think this would be a good thing for him to get his hands on it? I just no. Um, I I feel like giving or having someone have ultimate control and putting it back into a private enterprise is. I don't think it's good for people. I don't under. I don't know what the origin is of him complaining about it not being free speech. Um. Them banning oh, certain people. Yes. Do you guys know what that origin is? Yeah. The, okay. the, cr- the crux of it is um, a lo- the, the, the main argument is the, the banning or the, the most prominent one is the banning of former President Trump. Oh, I see. So okay. there are a lot. There are conservative folks who th- uh, say that. Well, the guidelines are hypocritical or uh, aren't aren't balanced because, you know, he uh, President Trump was banned, mm. but there are oligarchs and there are leaders in other countries who have done humanitarian um, uh, atrocities who still uh, have a blue check and are still oh, on the platform. So they're not disagreeing with the fact that you know uh some folks sh- should be banned if they break the rules or if they uh continuously spread misinformation and i'm not putting that criteria on anyone that i just spoke about including the former president but they're saying look if you're going to ban person x for this violation and this violation well then that that those violations uh should be the same criteria for this guy over here. That's their main argument is this advisory board or the board that decides who gets banned. And I think Facebook has a similar, they, they find it a little um, unfair or unfair, hypocritical, unfair, um, not balanced. Mm -hmm. Um, Conservatives really think that uh, Twitter only bans conservative folks. There's a oh, there's see. a there's a group of conservative folks that believe that. Um, 
And who's to say? I don't know enough about the board to form an opinion on that. Lex, what do you think as far as Elon buying it? Just the thought of a bazillionaire buying a company like Twitter with so much power. I can't decide whether he has this master plan and he (laughs) really, truly wants to make things better. I mean, in his mind, mm-hmm. or is he bored? I mean, does he not have enough things to, things to do? do. Uh, so it's kind of a combo of that. And just, um, I think this would be the end of Twitter. If he if he buys it, it would be the end. And maybe that's his ultimate goal. I'm not sure. Oh. Why do you, that's interesting, Lex. Why do you think it would just be the end of it? I think it would you just turn he... so many people off that they would oh. quit Twitter. And maybe that's what he's trying to do. I'm not sure. <laughs> he's so unpredictable. I love that you. I love you. Actually, kind of think he is Doctor Evil in his lair, his Starbucks lair. Like Doctor, remember Doctor Evil's yes, lair in uh, Spy Who Shagged Me? It's oh. a former Starbucks, and it's yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's up there. He's bored as and hell. Then, just right. Yeah. And then the other thing is, is he offered fifty four dollars and twenty cents, and a lot of. Um, tweets that I saw and and even thought myself was that is it is he just making a joke about 420 and marijuana is this actually a real joke you know would shareholders be okay selling back their shares to him I just think it's such a he just wants to be in the conversation and he wants attention and this is a really great way to do it he also likes these intellectual conversations about you know, free speech and what what he could do. Like, he he wants this attention. You know, that's why he also, mm-hmm. like, why would a billionaire want to host SNL? You know? It's like, yeah. it's for attention. He doesn't mm-hmm. need it. He doesn't need to tweet. He could just keep doing his thing, let An alone bid Lex? for it. I think that's what this really is for mm-hmm. him. An ego feeding? Whether Going he's naming it or not. Yeah. yeah, I think so. And it keeps them relevant. I'm sure, you know, there's a lot of people who want to be in this conversation as well, which helps him sell cars, which helps him sell. Uh, gosh, he's he has his hands in travel, space, cars, mm-hmm. energy, ice cream bars. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So much. Energy bars. Feels this might be a way to be relevant. You know? Board games. Yeah. <laughs> Cryptocurrency stuff. Cryptocurrency. Sure. Lex, and yeah. it's doing all of that. What? Yeah. Crochet. He has a line of yarn. Yeah. At Michael's. At this point, I believe it. They're talking yeah. about it right now next on Savannah Good Morning White. America. Next, Lex, I was just going to, next to Vanna's. Yeah. <laughs> and Marie Osmond's. Uh, six, 6.43. Alexis loves balls. She loves, it was one of the first words she ever uttered on our show. Uh, she has a Tom Brady ball update. When we come back. <laughs> and now on Jason and Alexis in the Morning. A message from our sponsor from like the 70s or 80s. Glasses to go, glasses to go. McDonald's has McDonald's land. Glasses to go, get the layer. Big Mac and even Ronald. A different glass every week at McDonald's. Glasses to go, glasses to go. Glasses to go at McDonald's. Get a Mayor McCheese glass this week at participating McDonald's in Chicagoland. Order a medium soft drink in a McDonald line glass, 49 cents plus tax, and keep the glass. This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. 
Today is McDonald's Day, so all of our classic commercials today will be classic McDonald's commercials. Oh. So there we go. Glasses to go at McDonald's. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk and streaming on our My Talk app. Coming up at the top of the hour, Alexis and Dawn will tell you about a great new podcast uh, that they did and how you can listen to it. What's it about? You'll find out. Very, very soon. And then uh, coming up in the 8 o'clock hour, deep tease. At 8.30, <laughs> uh, Alexis has assigned me the 1995 uh, crime thriller classic fair game with hot Billy Baldwin <laughs> and Academy Award nominee Cindy Crawford. Uh, oh, yes. I... I yeah. Anyway, can't wait. Yeah. Anyway, right now though, <laughs> we go to Alexis in the Tom Brady Ball newsroom for a Tom Brady oh. Ball update. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Got a ball update. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, remember that? Okay. Do you guys remember this? That uh, Tom Brady said he was retiring. Remember yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we remember the, that. The, ball, the last ball that he threw, which was his 624th <laughs> touchdown pass, yeah. went up to, for auction uh-huh. and sold for like $118,000. Yeah. yeah. And then the next day, Tom Brady's like, psych, bitches. Okay. I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> Well, uh, you know, so that ball really lost some value mm-hmm. <laughs> after that announcement uh, came out. And lucky for the guy who bought it, Darren Roval, he reports uh, that his attorney struck a deal with the seller and the auction house, freeing the buyer from his obligation to buy it. Really? Oh, good. Yes. Yeah, so this guy, wow, saved a million dollars. Now, we're not sure exactly how much he had to spend or what kind of deal he made, but regardless, it's definitely not in the six digits like that. That I wonder if that's unprecedented or if that is very much the exception. I have never heard of an auction house doing something like that, Lex. Like Good, wow. good for the guy, because yeah. I immediately yes. felt, remember all the stories? Oh. Poor Tom Brady. Yeah, he got the headlines, but then the next story was about that dude. About the dude that bought the ball. The- yeah. <laughs> yes! Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I think maybe, because well, he had lawyers helping him, of course, oh. and the lawyers, I can imagine that you'd be pretty successful arguing that you sold it as his last ball that he's thrown, and that's not going to be true. Of course, yeah. he's going to make more touchdowns with the Bucks, And yeah. so maybe, because that was kind of the point, right? That was the the big ball there yeah. that <laughs> he ended his career with. So oh. I can see that that would be, yeah, that they would work that out. I don't know if it's precedented, but woo! I just mean, Lucky buyer. I, I've never, I mean, it's great news for him. Yeah. And it's good for that auction house or, you know, whoever ultimately has the good on them because that's crappy. Mm, I, I mean, think the they very lawyers push him to be yeah, good on yeah. them. But because <laughs> the very next day you write yeah. that check, that check, Lex, that check was uh. barely at Wells Fargo. <laughs> And he didn't have the ball in his property. He didn't have the ball yet, I'm assuming. No. Uh-uh. No, the ball never, he never touched it. No. And again, that check was on its way to Wells Fargo. And and Brady, Brady was like, I'm staying.
Sorry. I'm back check. again. I'm back again. <laughs> <laughs> what team is he playing for, Lex, now? Back to the Bucks. He went back to the Bucks. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, <sighs> Dumbledore opens today the new uh, Harry Potter, the Fantastic Beasts, uh, Secrets of Dumbledore. And I, look, I'm I'm excited for it, even though I haven't loved the whole Fantastic Beast franchise. But wow, the reviews for this from some major critics oh, are, are not. Gonna, no, oh, they're not. I haven't even looked because I'm just so excited to see it. Me too, Lex. I almost didn't. And Colin oh. is too. I, we're going to try to get it in sometime this weekend. Yeah. Uh, I, I tried not to pay attention to the reviews, and I'm still going to go. Because you did not love the first two. Two. You didn't love them. I loved no. them. Yeah, me too, Don. Yeah, you both loved them. Yeah. And I, uh, I, I did not. But this one looked real good. Yes. So I was like, I, I was excited for it. But uh, no. What, what are the critics saying? Um, for well, Star Tribune. There, there are magic and beasts and secrets in Dumbledore, but they are not all fantastic. Oh, okay. Um, let's see here. The secret, uh, the Dumbledore secret is it's boring as hell. <laughs> oh no! Uh, the secrets, uh, the secret, the secrets of Dumbledore. I can reveal, how did he write this? I can reveal the secrets of Dumbledore. This is showing you how to make a movie with different shades of gray. Oh, boy. Oh. That's from PluggedInIThink.com. Yeah, not good. Rolling Stone didn't like it. Um, I, I, a lot of... Wow. One, two, three. Three that I see right here all reference the coloring. That it's a very drab movie. Mm. That it's all grays. <laughs> it's just nothing but gray. Oh. Yeah, the Hollywood Reporter mentioned that, and a couple others. So I'm still gonna go. I still want to see it. Yeah. You, you gonna see it? Yeah. Are you gonna? Lex, you gonna I go in the theater to- though? Uh, I might. I might. Oh. I might. I gotta. Maybe I'll join you guys. Yeah. I can't bring a toddler. And Come. I guess we could get a. I guess we could get a babysitter. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Think of yes. it. I don't know if I don't know if my I husband's interested in going, but um, okay. Yeah. I well, do want to see that. it though. That would be so fun. Yeah. Well, go see it, everyone. Mm-hmm. Let us know what you think. Let us know on the Twitter machine if you see it. Shoot us. Uh, shoot us a message or snail mail if you still do that. Ooh, Just joking. We love on that happy one. mail. By the, yeah. By the time we get it though, the movie will be out on video. But anyway. <laughs> Dawn and Alexis have a great new podcast. What is it? How is it? Where is it? You'll find out next.